Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, welcome in. It's another Panther Rants podcast. It's hump day. March Madness is one day away. Well, actually, it's already started technically with the... uh, with the uh, first, first first eight or first four, whatever it is. I'll just call them what they are, playing games, because that's really what they are. It's just uh, one of those things where they want to appease everybody, so they just add these in. But of course, it's not, you know, limited to mid-majors. You got also uh, P5 teams with this, they get dealt with this hand as well. But um, starting off, you know the pit uh, the pit basketball coaching search is still going on, and all I can really say is, uh, you know, it's going to go. I mean, it's just going to go on. I mean, there's I mean there's nothing really to get. Uh, freaked out over right now because it's early in the process. I don't think Pitt's going to make a hire right away or anytime this week. So my only suggestion is to enjoy the games, enjoy spring break, enjoy life, and we can bitch about who who we hire next. Because there's been bunch of scenarios been thrown around and you know earlier this week it was uh Pitt Sean Miller now Pitt's the favorite for Danny Hurley and then of course you know some are now saying UConn's the favorite you know Pitt's saying about this person that person and of course they hired a searching firm Eddie Fogler searching firm that is They took care of Vanderbilt when Stallings left in Ohio State as well. So it can't be too bad, right? Who knows? My guess is we probably end up with Tubby Smith. My luck. Or our luck, I should say. Which I thought we would hire Tubby, but you never know. With our administration. But anyways, back to the um, back to staying on topic with pit football. With pit, pit football, it's spring, obviously, and of course, spring drills are here. And of course, eventually, we'll have the spring game. Hey, I best time of the year, and I, you know, this year there's a lot to be, you know to look forward to. I remember when uh, 
And I think you all remember spring of 2003 when Pinnell had all that hype and they played their uh, spring game at a football stadium, uh, I guess a high, a high school stadium. Which, uh, you know, some people didn't like. Some people, I, I like the idea initially because you're reaching out to the high schools by doing this. But I believe they had their spring game that year at North Hill. I think North Hills it was. They had it. And it was pretty cool. And because you had, you know, they came off a 9-4 season. And you had, you know, Rutherford, Fitzgerald. All those guys. It was star-studded. This year... There's going to be a lot of hype, I think, because you got Kenny Pickett, who we just recently discovered. He's a starting quarterback. And, of course, we all know him for that Miami win. And, of course, uh, Virginia Tech, where he got the team down the field and at the goal line, of course, until the staff decided to take the ball out of his hands. Whereas Miami, we didn't take the ball off his hands, and he he ran some touchdowns in, left over some defenders, and hey, Kenny football was born. But of course, the uh, one of the bigger stories coming out from this camp so far is uh, Paris Ford being moved to uh, quarterback. And uh, Tyrion Coleman is going the free the, the safety, I believe. I'm not sure if it's free safety, but it's just safety. So, and of course, Ford supposedly had some, several, supposedly three picks in his first practice. That's just one thing we all have to both the you know as fans we continue to monitor because obviously they want you know he you know. You can put Ford anywhere. I mean, he's very, very good at what he's very good, very athletic. He's a game breaker. Heck, we can use him on offense too. You know, if you really wanted to. He's almost like you know, you know like Jordan Whitehead was this past few years. Not Jordan White. Jordan Whitehead. I'm sorry. It's early in the morning. But. He has that pedigree where he can take over for Whitehead, pick up where he left off. And when you got him, you got Dane Jackson, you got Coleman and the Coleman back there. I mean, Pick could possibly be loaded in the secondary this year. Not to mention Demar Hamlin. I forgot to bring him up as well. So Pitts could be lo- Pitt, you know, for the first time in Lord knows how long it's going to be loaded in the secondary. So that's you know that's one area to really keep an eye on as far as defense goes. Offense, obviously, quarterback, but obviously you got the receiver position as well because you lose Jester Wea. 
you lost him. So who picks up? You got the Matthews kid from Clareton. He's one obviously possibility, which she probably will be one of the favorites. You got um, Arujos Lopez, who was very dependable this this past year. Anytime you needed a big catch from him, he was able to pull it off. It's obviously those two, and supposedly Maurice French is another one. But Pitts also got Shocky Jockey, or Shocky Jacquez, any way you want to say it. He's already enrolled. He's practicing already. He's another one that could be an early riser. Yeah, and of course, the backfield, we're still going to be loaded. You know, we still have, you know, we got Olison, we got Hall, Olison and Hall. Still anchoring that area. So... There's just a lot to feel good about as far as that goes. Could this be the uh, the turning point for pit football, the turning point? Who knows? We'll see. All I know is if, we, if it doesn't work out for Pickett, we got we got another transfer, Ricky Towns. Woo! I mean, it's amazing I'm talking spring football this early because when pit basketball was king, nobody even bothered with spring football until Pitt was out of tournament, which would have probably been either uh, this weekend or next weekend. It was usually like the, 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 you know, the weekend after, uh, at least a week and a half after spring, spring football started. But uh, I'm excited about it. I think, uh, you know, normally I'm pretty ho-hum about spring football, but this year, I, you know, I'm excited about it. Although I can say three years ago, we had, um, you know, when our doozy started, we had the uh, game at Highmark, and it was awesome. That was exciting as well. Because it was just a new attitude. New coach and he had a lot different attitude of Paul Christ. It was not so much ho-hum. And you, and of course, not to mention they brought all the uh, pit football greats. And Larry came by. LaShawn McCoy came by. Walt Harris was around. It was exciting. So, keep an eye on that. I mean, it's obviously great. I mean, if you if you want some great pit stuff, check that out. And of course, we go to March Madness, which is a uh, a fun thing to talk about. Looking over the brackets, it was funny when I talked about it on Monday. I go ahead and I listen to John Rosting's podcast, and I'm like, wow. Rothstein really makes me look dumb. 
I mean, he just got, he's got the whole March Madness thing down to the science with him. Although, <clears throat> there's some stuff I, I agree with him, but don't. I don't agree with, uh, he has Michigan and Michigan State both in the Final Four. I just don't see that happening. Although, in terms of betting, sometimes you go against public opinion and you do choose these two guys, these two teams. But I just don't see both those guys getting in. But they could make a look, they could make, they both could make noise in March because Bayline has been known to do that. Even, even going back to his West Virginia days. Every time the Hoopies got in the tournament, they made some sort of noise. I mean, they weren't Final Four, but I mean, they went to Elite Eight one year. And came close to another one. Let's also not forget the uh, you know, the, the, the final the final year, which was the when Pitt Stoker was there. His final year, they were against Texas. And I think it was a, I forget which I, don't know, I think it was a sixteen Sweet Sixteen game or. A, Second round matchup where it was coming down to the final wire and Pittsburgh drilled a three, but it was like a clutch three. I mean, it was he had a guy in his face and he drilled the three, and I remember they tied it. Then uh, Texas drives down the court and launches a three at the buzzer to win. And I'm, uh, I want to think that uh, that Texas teammate year within a Final Four, possibly. Or Eli, I mean, that was probably Rick Barnes' best team, I believe. But, uh, you know, Bayland obviously makes a lot of noise, regardless of where he coaches. So does Izzo. Izzo is one, I mean, if you're picking those survivor pools. Where you pick your seed, you get a point for, point for each win. You know the, the amount of points. Is is always a safe bet because he's always good for elite, for at least an elite eight. He may not get you to the final four, but he will get to elite eight at least. And it doesn't matter what drop off he has after the after year after year. He somehow just pulls it off. But anyways, in the south, I got. I got Arizona because our luck with uh, pick coaching searches and why they, you know, supposedly having some interest in Sean Miller. As those rumors were heating up, Virginia lost their sixth man, and with a team like UVA, you know, losing guys like that's tough. So I have Arizona because they have a lot of star power getting to the final four. They, they win that bracket. And I figure our luck when we, when we really have a chance at Sean Miller, if it, if it all is true, he'll get Arizona to the final four and, and Arizona will do everything in, in, in hell to uh, keep him. You can't blame him for that. 
the west bracket, I have North Carolina. And Rothstein has Michigan winning this one, which is a tricky one because of Bayline. But if Houston gets to the second round with Calvin Sampson, I would be a little bit, I'd be a little bit worried about that game because Houston's got some has a pretty darn good team. And they're being overlooked. So they could they possibly could pull that one off. I North Carolina, I think Xavier meets their I think you know it's a, it's a North Carolina Xavier final for that one. And I think uh, North Carolina wins it because they're just tra- they've been they've been trending upward. It seems like they're getting everything everything together. East bracket I got obviously it's Villanova. There's not much there. I think I, I like I like Butler to upset Purdue in the second round. Now there's Stephen Austin, Texas Tech, and I would love to take Stephen F. Austin, but that game isn't is is in Texas itself, so it's a home game for both. So I got Tech probably. As much as I was loving to take Stephen F. Austin because they always make noise, but I just don't see that happening this time around. So Arizona, North Carolina, one side, Villanova. And the other side, I got possibly Michigan State. Izzo always makes noise. And Michigan State's been flying under the radar. A lot since the, uh, especially since the scandal, especially since the whole Olympic scandal and then the reporter getting into Izzo's face. Michigan State's been pretty much been flying under the radar ever since then. And I would love to pick Kansas, but There's not much there for me to pick them. You know, initially I wanted I, I like Kansas. I thought they were due, but I'm not sure if they get past. You know, looking looking in the bracket more in depth, I'm not sure if they get past Michigan State. <clears throat> if they pull the matchup against Duke, I think you know somehow Michigan State just chokes. I would like them then. That'd be a, that'd be another another scenario because I'm not crazy about Duke. Obviously, they're, they're a great team, but uh, there's not much for Duke that screams. They'll they'll make it. They'll uh, do anything. And they get the winner of Rhode Island, Oklahoma in the second round. And that's gonna be a tough. That's gonna be might be a tough game, but no matter who they play, because. Trey Young is there. If not, they got to face Danny Hurley in the second round. And I'm not sure about that, how that's going to end up. So I got Mission State, Villanova on one side.
Arizona, North Carolina on the other side. Tough matchup, I would say. Tough call. But I'm going to take away my ACC homerism. And I have, as much as I hate to do this, I'm going to go with Arizona over North Carolina. Villanova loses to Michigan State. Arizona knocks off Michigan Arizona knocks off uh, Villanova. And Shaw Miller wins his first national championship. Because you know with all the Miller and you and Pitt rumors that were heating up earlier this week, our luck, he gets him to the championship game. And he should get them there. I mean, look all look all the money he's paid for those guys. I mean, hundred thousand dollars, hundred 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 grand to the one guy? Shoot. All the money he's all the money they're doing out for these recruits, I mean, it's gotta pay off. I mean, Which is why I don't think Pitt will ever make a Final Four ever again. Going back to the 40s because it costs money to go to the Final Four. Shit. Look at me. Look, look, look what you got to pay for. Top of the staff, you got to make, you know, make sure the players are funded and their families are happy. Yeah, Pitt does have that kind of budget for that type of stuff. So, all I can say is, you know, celebrate that Elite Eight appearance we had about 10 years ago, because that's all we're going to have left to hold on to. Maybe celebrate the one seeds we got, those times we were number one. You know, unless the, unless the FBI really, you know, does her digging and makes it more even playing field, but there will always be ways around it, though. Always. So, you know, if, if Michigan, I mean, if SMU could get the uh, death penalty, And it's still going on. There's always going to be ways. It's just, it's a lot different now. You got to keep a lot of it off the uh, off the radar, off off digital, off where it's going to be documented. You know, not not so much you do you do the you do the dirty work, but have your handlers do it. You know, it's kind of like what politicians do. I mean, they they won't directly accept money from uh, lobbyists, but. They'll have their handlers do it for them. Which is why I laugh when they say that uh, so-and-so didn't, doesn't accept money from interest groups. He, does, he doesn't have to. His handlers, the people around him, will accept the money for him. But anyways, guys. Enjoy the games. Hell to pit. Bye.